could change one thing about the world, what would it be? There are many things that should be changed about the world. There should be less emphasis on grades. There should be education, housing, healthcare for all. There should be better treatment of animals. There should be more openness towards ideas that conflict our own. We should end global warming, crime, war, racism, terrorism, cancer, pollution, poverty, climate change, and more. If you had the chance to change one thing about the world, what would it be? If I could change one thing about the world, I would eliminate human greed. Human greed is, uh, is at the core of most of our world's biggest problem. Greed is like a newborn seed that grows into a poisonous vein, eventually dominating the human soul like an infection uh, disease spreading to every corner of society, blinding us from the truth. We refuse to see the reflection of pollution. Our greed blinded us from this reality. Global warming exists because of our greed. We were greedy and wanted more goods, so we built more factories. We saw, we saw coal as a cheap and effective energy source, therefore our factories started using coal which creates pollution. Pollution is in turn causes global warming. The same goes for world leaders of countries are greedy and want more from their countries. Instead of being greedy, we should all be more kind and caring towards others. Dishonest card companies that set up a system of changing payment da- uh, dates without making it obvious to, co- to customers to encourage defaults so that very high interest rates can be ch- uh, charged is one obvious example of greedy. Wait, but isn't it human nature to be greedy? Yes, we are all greedy and that is something that might never be changed. But the problem is that we all view being greedy as something normal and good, when in fact greed is anything but not good. If I could change one thing in the world, it would be how society treats people who are different. Society treats and judge people by the way they look. Sometimes they judge you by the way you sound, the way you move, by the clothes you wear, the religion you follow, and now it seems also by what we can or can't eat. And this drives me mad. People just don't bother taking the time to get to know others before they make a judgment. And often, as in the case of the situation explained to us yesterday, they base it on a lack of knowledge and lack of understanding. If each of us tried to be more caring, made a concerted effort to treat people with respect, we would make this world a much nicer place to live in. You know what's so crazy? The fact that it would be so easy, all you have to do is treat people the way you like to have them treat you. Here are a few examples. Don't offend people or make fun of them. 
Listen to what others have to say. Value others' people's opinions. Be considerate of other people's likes and dislikes. Don't tease others. Don't talk about others behind their backs. Be caring about other people's feelings. And don't make anyone do anything they don't want to do. We live in a diverse world that makes it interesting. We are all unique. If only we could get along better with each other and show more respect to each other, things would be so better for all of us. Yes, we will meet people that are different to us and what a wonderful opportunity that brings to learn things new. When I meet people from different countries, cultures, religions, I always learn something new from them, discover fascinating differences in our ways of life. To me, this world we live in would be far a better place if we learn to t- treat others the way we want to be treated and respect them for who they are. But when we don't, when we treat another badly, do we ever think about the possible results? How often do we blindly move forward in our lives without thinking about the consequences that our actions may have on others? How good would you feel about yourself if you knew your behavior towards another was making them feel unwanted, making them feel as though they didn't fit, pushing them into the life of an outcast? Maybe you haven't even troubled yourself to let yourself think about how your actions could be inadvertently impacting others. We let will let me tell you something and I would ask you to think about it then pass the message on to others if every decision you made and every action you took you deliberately avoided harming another human being you would be making the world a better place and if you taught 10 other people to do the same how long would it be before our world became a better place to live for everybody change must start somewhere let it start with you start practicing love kindness charity honesty humility and acceptance if i had to change one thing about the world then i would give less emphasis on grades Educated individuals like Thomas Jefferson, William Shakespeare, and Galileo were never given grades. Today, however, the contrast couldn't be greater. Grades define the contours of our educational system. Our society is even structurally dependent on grading performance. Just look at how the best jobs go to the students with the best grades at the best universities who in turn accept students with the best grades at the best high schools. At first glance, the large-scale implementation of grades seems like a textbook example of efficiency improvement. Grades function as a simple and immediate feedback mechanism. They allow differences between students to be quantified and permit teachers to process more students in a shorter period of time. However, Upon closer inspection, essential question arises: Why do we attach so much value to grades? Are grades are grades an adequate form of feedback? 
what is the relationship between education and grades. By giving more emphasis on grades, they become the end goal. Is this going to be on the test? Is a typical question that becomes increasingly popular as a test date approaches. It seems like an innocent question, but if you unravel it, a worrying trend surfaces. Grades, ideally intended as an effective meaning to learn, have transformed into a goal in itself. Grades force students to memorize those details necessary to pass a test, often disregarding true comprehension of the subject matter. In this process, the student's personal development is becoming a footnote, overshadowed by the imperative significance of grades. What are the implications of educational institutions? How effective are they in fulfilling their duty, which is to educate the next generation? Interestingly, the importance we place on grades within the perimeter of educational facilities do not coincide with the importance companies place on grades. Google's former senior vice president of the People Operation, Lazarus Spock, says GPA scores are worthless as a criteria for hiring. They do not predict anything. Perhaps society's structural dependence on grades has led to an inflated level of importance that may lead us to develop suboptimal skills that do not translate directly to the workplace. Also, grades are not always an inadequate form of feedback. I think we can easily agree that receiving feedback is an essential part of education. It allows us to improve. However, are grades the more adequate form of feedback? Here are three reasons why we should rethink this. First, there is no limit in qualitative learning. Grades, however, are like a glass ceiling that students do not break through. This is because more often than not, obtaining a grade signals that signals the end of a learning process. Second, a grade strongly affects the student's teacher relation. A grade should not only be seen as a measurement tool. The giving and obtaining of a grade also constitutes a relationship. We interact differently with a person who has obtained an A as compared to someone who has obtained a C. Finally, there is a difference between the one-dimensional character of grace and the multi-dimensional character of students. Einstein once said, everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it is stupid. In line with this, personal feedback as opposed to grades can help to differentiate between you're not good at this, do not bother anymore, and you're not good at this with your current approach. Why don't you try a different approach? To conclude, grades play a private role in our current educational regime. There are a convenient measurement tool that is easy to manage, store, and transmit when dealing with the masses of, it, of students. It is justifiable that these factors are deceived. However, grades are not the most adequate form of measurement. This is Arwa Al-Abri, Noor Rawahi, Iman Lihyai.
Hopefully you enjoyed listening to our podcast.